Welcome to the podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business by Coach James Short. This podcast is designed to help you with strategies, insights, and ways to increase sales, build and lead high-performing teams, and ultimately grow your business. Your host, James Short himself, also shares some of his secret sources on how he helps his own clients achieve business growth quickly and easily. James has been coaching those in the real estate and property industry for close to 10 years now, and his clients keep on saying, since working with James, their results have been outstanding, giving them more money, time, and fulfillment. James is offering a free strategy call to those listening to see how he can assist you to take your business to where you want to go. Simply go to jamesshort.com.au forward slash strategy and book in a time today. Now on with the show. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. This is Coach James Short, and welcome to another edition. So today's guest, I thought we'll spice it up a little bit. I've met uh, this gentleman a, a little while ago, and we definitely hit it off straight off the bat. We're talking about business selling and the potential of what would it be like if you were to sell your business or what would it be like if you to, to buy a business and what are the ins and outs? And I thought, let's get let's get this guy on the on the show because he's got some wealth of information that he can share with those listeners out there thinking about, hmm, times are tough or what a great opportunity to buy or what a great opportunity to sell your business. So Cameron, Cameron Prosser from BF Brokers. They are the specialist in business and franchise group selling. These guys are the movers and shakers within the industry. Cameron has joined the family business a number of years ago, and he brings into the company a system-driven approach, and he's a representative in the sales of health and fitness businesses, and also those within the family within the real estate sector. Cameron holds a Bachelor of Commerce from the University of Canberra, in addition to completing his agent's representative license in Victoria and Queensland. As a past member of the Australian swim team, I'm not going to go up against him in a race soon, Cameron had an extensive experience within the health and fitness industry over the last 10 years. During this time, Cameron has traveled nationally and internationally to some of the world's leading facilities in addition to working alongside a diverse range of health specialists. With great interpersonal skills and obviously passion for his work, Cameron ensures the efficiency, the sale of your business. Now, we're going to be talking about business sales in general. We're going to be talking about some, some good secret sources and some strategies of what to do and how to do it and how to get prepped. So, mate, Cameron, really appreciate your time and welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Jamie. Mate, fantastic. So tell me about, like, obviously, you've been out in the, out in the fitness, you've been doing your swimming as of late growing up and so forth, but how did you, how did you get started within, within the business? Yeah, look, mate, it was uh, very lucky that I had a, a family-based business here where the, the father had uh, obviously an accounting background and, and found himself, look, out there helping clients to, to sell their business. Um, so many, many phone calls I was privy to in the car, to and from training. And uh, like you uh, you mentioned, I, I uh, was a swimmer and retired and thought, what, what will I do? So I decided to actually uh, step into the business working world I stepped in, not into the family business. Went to another, another uh, organisation, which yep. were, were were kind enough to show me the ropes and, and give me the, the experience early. And now I've stepped into here, 
Um, really excited about, I suppose, the service we can provide to business owners. Um, yep. It is a, a very testing and trying time when someone's thinking about selling their business. Um, and we want to make sure that we provide, obviously, the service and the steps, but also that, that, that family approach that comes with selling a business. Fantastic. Mate, obviously, it's been a journey. And where, where's the business right now? Like, what are the types of clients that you're helping and, and where, are you, where are you based and where are you spread? Yeah, so look, I, I specialise in the health and fitness division, as you said, many franchises out there, but also a lot of independents. So that would be my specialty at the moment. Um, with franchises, there's there's new ones popping up all the time. There's ones that are, uh, you know, really getting quite quite positive feedback in, in their ROIs and things like that. They're sometimes hands-off. Um, but we also do a lot of um, other franchises in other industries. We've got a number of brokers that work with us at the team, um, as well as our support staff at the office. So we will cover anything and everything from probably a $50,000 business up to about $5 million. Um, we will uh, go nationwide um, if, if the, uh, the appropriate uh, service can be given. Um, but we are based in Victoria and, um, and, and our small team sort of covers everything from your, your $50,000 franchise up to your $5 million franchise, but also your $50 million um, thing, sorry, your $5 million businesses that are independent uh, downwards. Love it, love it. Now, you would have seen some, some interesting times, obviously, with, with, with your dad growing up around, you know, challenges, you know, working with clients and, and obviously challenges that clients gone gone through. And you've obviously seen your own fair share. If you look back, what's been some of the, the, the challenge, challenges that you've worked through to really, I guess, because you've got some great success that you've worked through to achieve some of the success that you've achieved today? Yeah, look, there's, there's probably two things that jump into my mind. One would be the split between the emotional decision and the commercial decision. Um, a lot of the owners that we deal with have often started these businesses from scratch. They've got a very, very, uh, very, very emotional attachment to their business. They see it um, in a certain way because of the blood, sweat and tears that they're putting into that business. Um, so the biggest challenge often is try to find that balance between separating the emotional side and the, uh, the commercial side. Um, the second thing would be the, uh, I suppose, the aspects of selling business that you have no control over. Um, point of topic at the moment is obviously finance and ability to finance. We may have a purchaser and a vendor that are acceptable to an offer and unfortunately the finance can't come through. Or a landlord, for example, they can't rightfully refuse transfer of a lease and uh, may on, on, on the transfer want an increased security. You know, there are, there are often things through a business sale that are completely out of your control. Um, and there are the other, I suppose, other, other points that make it really difficult because you have no control over. So they're the two, two things I would say are, uh, are often. Totally, totally. And we're going to get into a little bit more detail around that shortly. On the flip side, though, what have been some of the, the wins that you're proud of? What, what are you most proud of, of that you've achieved to date or, or seen your clients achieve? I, I think, uh, obviously, everyone likes to, to get great results for their clients, you know, whether that be in, in, in a, a sale price or a, a settlement that was smooth and, 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 and uh, both parties saw the win-win. I think that's obviously the, the, greatest, uh, the greatest win we can have. 
Um, other than that, I think it's just honestly um, service and integrity. You know, if you're providing to your clients, you know, the best possible service you can, you can give um, and, and with that backed by the integrity of, of telling people sometimes the hard things or the things that they need to hear or things that maybe you could do better and you haven't been able to do them. But um, I think they're, they're the things when you know that you can sit back and go, look, I'm the best person to handle this this sale for you. I know that we've done the best possible uh, job for you and, and this is an offer that, you know, we think is in line with market and, and there's a win-win for both parties. That That's where you've got to take the, uh, yeah, the party. Yeah, so true. And it's such a, you know, it's such an important thing with that, honesty and that integrity and also like as you said that win-win approach right because you know so many times as you said before it's such an emotional roller coaster Absolutely. Um, in, in you know in relations to the the, uh, the purchase and the sale of a business and it's if, if it's that aren't intact and that's not guided then it can really go off the off the rails quickly um I've been fortunate enough and probably not fortunate um, in relation to helping clients uh, move their business on, sell their businesses, purchase businesses. And it is a roller coaster ride. I've also sold a couple of businesses in the past. Um, however, there's a process, right? And what when we when we we spoke at the the last conference that we presented together at, I loved your presentation around what people need to think about in relation to if they are going through and they're wanting to sell. Now can you share with us some of those points? If someone's thinking about, some of those listeners go, you know what, I think it might be time. What do they need to think about? What sort of, what's the steps or what's the structure that you could recommend even before getting on the phone to yourself or to get that business ready? What would that be? Yeah, absolutely. Well, exactly like you say, the first step is just to have that self-talk, you know, have that conversation with yourself and the business partners or, or, or people that you trust and 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 get sort of melt, ment, excuse me, mentally prepared to 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 have that sale. Um, the key is, is obviously preparation with any of this sort of stuff. When you enter a business, hopefully um, you know you've started to think about some form of exit in the future. Um, anybody that comes into a business with already that um, you know that exit in mind will always do things a certain way, document things a certain way to, to ensure that uh, they get the best result when exiting. So um, that with the, the preparation, there's lots of things you can do to prepare. Um, you know, obviously, uh, financials are the most crucial thing. Um, that's the thing that will obviously highly determine the, the sale price of the business. So making sure that at least the last three years documentation for financials are, are available, whether that be P&Ls, whether that be, you know, the, the BAS statements, but then also things like your balance sheet. Mm. The second thing is most important if you've uh, got, got a, uh, a lease or anything that is uh, regarding the, the location of the business, it might be a rent roll, for example. What is your actual um, business identity? Where is it located? And is that secured with a line-up tenure moving forward to um, obviously transfer across to an incoming purchaser? to uh, enable the, the business to have some value and also have um, a, a value to the, um, the incoming owner for, for some time to be able to um, obviously run the business but get, get finance. Um, look, obviously get together your, 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 your ownership details, ADNs, um, obviously what sort of contract will it be, uh, transfer of shares, will it be 
uh, equity buyout? Have you got the franchise agreement prepared? Uh, prepared? Um, we've got things, obviously, with um, your service offering. Have you got training and assistance sort of manuals ready? Have you got um, everything to do with your stock prepared? Um, basically, the most important thing is preparation. As soon as you um, start to have all that stuff together and that due diligence with a potential purchase is going to request, if that is organised, you're giving that potential purchaser or that opportunity to the market the best chance to, uh, to be seen and to be grabbed by somebody that sees that the business is well well organised and, and, and worth the, the, the optimal amount. So true. It's a bit like getting a it's a bit like getting a house ready for sale, right? You got to oh. get you, you got to fix the fences. You got to put a bit of paint on. You got to you know, do the garden. It's it's just the same process, right? You've got to get everything in order to yep. get the best to do the wow factor for the potential purchaser to go. That's what I want to buy. It also saves saves time, Jamie. Too, oh, you know, often we'll put a, a, an, an opportunity to the market, and somebody might be a bit late on on doing a bass or something like that. You know, if everything's there at your broker's fingertips to present to a potential purchaser, it, it also saves that time, um, and and you can you can really qualify your buyers very very quickly with that too. Um, yeah. So yeah, look, get your house in order exactly as you said. Love it, love it. So what should so when someone's looking to buy a business, oh, I mean, I guess it's probably the flip side of what you've just outlined. If someone's you know, thinking about, okay, I'm ready to, to take the next leap, I'm ready to maybe buy an existing business, what should a potential purchaser look out for so they can make the correct informed decisions? Yeah, so exactly as you say, that the flip side is, is make sure that the business you're entering into has some form of documentation prepared. You know, What is the opportunity that you're potentially buying into you know um is it a, a stock value is it a goodwill value um or or is it um you know just a, a an asset sale where you're, you're buying a, a, a just basically a an asset there if they can't prove to you that value in, in documentation um just request um a standard list of due diligence items and see what they come back to you with um a, a well-prepared business, um, you know, obviously is a lot less riskier than a, a business that has things all over the place. Um, yeah. It's also important that you, you get your own ducks in a row with a, being a purchaser. Have you got, uh, obviously, some form of finance or pre-approval? Um, it's very hard. You can't get pre-approval on a business until you've actually got a business in mind. But, you know, at least look at the equity in any assets you have to draw down on, looking at what sort of... I suppose, um, you know, loans you may have or, or credit card debts or anything like that. So get your, your finances in order. Also get, um, you know, a, a bit of an understanding of how you will run that business. You know, mm-hmm. you won't be identical to the way the current business is owner, uh, owners running the business unless it's maybe under management. So have a, have a thought, thought, thought um, regarding that. Um, and, and also the right advice. You know, have you got your accountant? Uh, to, to do some form due diligence for you. Have you got a good solicitor that will review the contract of sale and make sure that you know, everything's um, going to be transferred um, correctly and, and also no further liabilities will, will, will be transferred across? So um, similar thing, get your house in, in order um, and, and making sure that you, um, you obviously ask the right questions for due diligence and have the right supporting 
um, I suppose, services there to, to, to make informed decision. Love it. So where's – so I mean, that's so much great information there because, you know, sometimes I see so often when I'm – you know, when people come to me, oh, what, what do you think? I think, well, you know, who's – where are you getting your advice from? You know, have you seen a broker? Have you seen your accountant? Have you seen your lawyer? And I think what you've hit the nail on the head is 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 that that run sheet to really get those points in order before you're either looking to sell or actually looking to purchase. And we're coming back to, as we say, getting your house in order, but it's really going through and take that emotional component out of it and yep. coming from a logistical viewpoint um, so you can actually make that right informed decision. Is that is that? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And then follow the process of a sale. So, you know, we've discussed before the importance of of processes and procedures. And I think, uh, like you say, when there is an emotional decision to be made or there's some emotions can get involved, going back to a a tried and tested process, I suppose. So what someone should expect when buying a business is obviously to see a advertisement or see the opportunity on one of the third-party websites or, or the broker's website or however they may uh, be aware of the opportunity is to, to expect to sign some form of confidentiality date. That's that's first and foremost. Obviously, the business owner is going to share with you as a purchaser or you as a business owner is going to share with a purchaser um, some sensitive information, some information that, um, you know, could uh, obviously um, deter staff could deter clients. So you have to obviously be aware that there is a really sensitive nature to selling or buying a business. So a confidentiality deed is, is the first step in the process. Then there would be some transfer of information. Now, is this a memorandum of information, a business profile, some form of financials? What is actually given to you is a tangible document to say, this is the opportunity I'd like to, to, to enter into. And this can be shared um, with uh, usually under the confidentiality deed, people that are advisors, people that are um, obviously going to have some say in your decision. Once that documentation is, is presented to you, you have the time to, to ask your questions. Often there will be a, a process of actually qualifying you as a buyer or qualifying the buyer. Um, we do this by an expression of interest where somebody actually will lodge $1,000 into a trust account. It's fully refundable, but it shows you uh, a bona fide interest into that. That, that, that opportunity, it enables us to set up a meeting between the uh, current owner and the, the purchaser that is, is really a, a good to know you, you know, the information's already been there, there's um, some discussions around that information and getting, I suppose, from the horse's mouth, um, you know, what what sort of stuff, um, you know, they expect to, to, to expect when the handover occurs if, if they do go with uh, the sale. Um, and so that meeting's really important. From there, um, the next process would be obviously an offer and acceptance. You know, this should be done on a heads of agreement of some some form. You know, the document really is not binding. Um, it, it is just heads of agreement saying this is the purchase price. I expect to have this as the lease. I expect this is a restraint of trade. I expect this is franchise transfer. There's lots of things that need to go in that heads of agreement. That is really uh, the broad brush strokes of, of what the deal has been. Uh, set. From there, a deposit should be lodged. Um, just be mindful that a Section 52 should be should be given. Uh, businesses under 450,000, it's law that before a deposit is lodged, a Section 52 is given to, to somebody. Um, and then uh, this is obviously signed by the accountant 
and the owner to say that these are the financials. Once they deposit, mate, we then put it really in the hands of the solicitors to draw up a, a fair and reasonable contract of sale based off the heads of the agreement. There will always be you know, the negotiations, unfortunately, um, and we all know that that uh, will occur when, when a, uh, a contract with all the, the details are, are, are put together. We'd expect a contract of sale followed by a, a proposed settlement date um, with obviously um, certain time to kick off any of the conditions like further due diligence, subject to finance, franchise or approval, and again, uh, landlord approval. So, um, yeah, as long as you follow the process as a buyer or seller, um, hopefully that um, will, will give you the better outcome or the best outcome. Fantastic, mate. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> So what's what's coming up for you? What's what does the next uh, couple of years look like for you and, and the business? What's what's on the agenda? Well, we're pretty excited with this, mate. Um, we've we've just gone across to a new CRM, which is basically a, a real estate platform. Uh, there is a bit of a divide between obviously business broking and real estate, but we do hold similar licences. Um, so we've sort of leveraged off some of the the, the CRMs out there for for real estate and and, and jumped onto one. And started to tailor it for, I suppose, business sales. With this, it will give our vendors the opportunity to really see some of that data that they they request about how many people are actually seen these business opportunities. Even though we're showing them as a a, a really confidential business, we won't you know often say uh, the name of the business or the location of the business, but. We're really excited with this platform because it allows us to not only give you that feedback to the, the vendor, but also make sure that we're um, up to date with the sort of marketing as well. Um, we, like the real estate industry, have third-party websites we use um, and we want to make sure that those um, are, are used as, as best we can. Um, so that's that's been really exciting. As well as that, we're, we're, we're expanding, obviously, with more brokers that specialise in certain industries. We find that that's really important with um, businesses that will um, not only give you that sense of what sort of multiples people should be buying at or selling at, but also the, the really um, unique things. So with me, it's sort of what sort of equipment is that gym using versus that other gym? What sort of direct debit system do they use? What sort of um, you know PT structure do they use or what sort of franchise model they have? You know, this is... Replicated in a number of industries, you know, whether yeah. it be automotive, whether it be real estate. There are certain industry-specific criteria when selling a business that the broker needs to know about and needs to have some understanding about as presented to the market. So, look, we're slowly growing um, with more brokers in, in, in specialty areas. So that's that's also very exciting. Wow, mate, lots on lots on the agenda. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, Throwing a marriage to that too, mate. That's really, it, I know. Really huh? lucky guy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All, all guns, all, all guns going at the moment, mate. <laughs> well done. Well done. So, how can the listeners um, get more more of you, and and where can they reach out? Where they can where can they find you? Yes, yeah, certainly. So, obviously, um, go to our website, bfbrokers.com.au. Um, there, you'll find a number of our brokers that you can give a call to. Every time someone um, is even thinking about selling the business, we welcome a call to just get an understanding of how to prepare. Um, we will send you out a business evaluation form. So that's a document that will start to help you collect that stuff. But, yeah, look, the best 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 way is to jump on our website, bfbrokers.com.au, and, um, and and just make contact over an email or a call, and, and we'll try to point you in the best, best direction possible. 
Fantastic. Cameron, really appreciate your time, energy, and your expertise. And, uh, mate, thanks for being on the show. Thanks a lot, mate. Have a good one.